Welcome to Puritans Read, reading aloud great Puritan works, authors, and biographies. Today, episode one of The Letters of Samuel Rutherford. Samuel Rutherford, beloved Puritan, member of the Westminster Assembly, author of the great Puritan and theological work, Lex Rex. To a Christian gentlewoman, on the death of a daughter, Christ's sympathy with and property in us, reasons for resignation. Anmoth, 23 April, 1628. Mistress, my love in Christ remembered to you. I was indeed sorrowful at my departure from you, especially since you were in such heaviness after your daughter's death. Yet I do persuade myself, you know that the weightiest end of the cross of Christ that is laid upon you lieth upon your strong Savior. For Isaiah saith that in all your afflictions he is afflicted. 63.9 O blessed second who suffereth with you, and glad may your soul be, even to walk in the fiery furnace, with one like unto the Son of Man, who is also the Son of God. Courage up your heart. When you tire, he will bear both you and your burden. Psalm fifty-five twenty-two. Yet a little while, and you shall see the salvation of God. Remember of what age your daughter was, and that just so long was your lease of her. If she were eighteen, nineteen, or twenty years old, I know not, but sure I am. Seeing her term was come, and your lease run out, you can no more justly quarrel against your great superior for taking his own at his just term day. Then a poor farmer can complain that his master taketh a portion of his own land to himself when his lease is expired. Good mistress, if you would not be content that Christ would hold from you the heavenly inheritance, which is made yours by his death, will not that same Christ think hardly of you if you refuse to give him your daughter willingly, who is a part of his inheritance and conquest? I pray the Lord to give you all your own and to grace you with patience to give God his also. He is an ill debtor who payeth that which he hath borrowed with a grudge. Indeed, that long loan of such a good daughter, an heir of grace, a member of Christ, as I believe, deserveth more thanks at your creditor's hand than that you should murmur when he craveth but his own. I believe you would judge them to be but thankless neighbors who would pay you a sum of money after this manner. But what? Do you think her lost when she is but sleeping in the bosom of the Almighty? Think her not absent, who is in such a friend's house. 
Is she lost to you, who is found to Christ? If she were with a dear friend, although you should never see her again, your care for her would be but small. Oh, now, is she not with a dear friend and gone higher upon a certain hope that you shall, in the resurrection, see her again? When, be you sure, she shall neither be hectic nor consumed in body. You would be sorry either to be or be esteemed an atheist, and yet not I, but the apostle. First Thessalonians 4.13 Thinkest those to be hopeless atheists who mourn excessively for the dead. But this is not a challenge on my heart. I speak this only fearing your weakness, for your daughter was a part of yourself, and therefore nature in you, being as it were, cut and halved, will indeed be grieved. But you have to rejoice that when a part of you is on earth, a great part of you is glorified in heaven. Follow her, but envy her not, for indeed, It is self-love in us that maketh us mourn for them that die in the Lord. Why? Because for them we cannot mourn, since they are never happy till they be dead. Therefore we mourn on our own private account. Take heed, then, that in showing your affection in mourning for your daughter, you be not, out of self-affection, mourning for yourself. Consider what the Lord is doing in it. Your daughter is plucked out of the fire, and she resteth from her labors. And your Lord, in that, is trying you and casting you in the fire. Go through all fires to your rest, and now remember that the eye of God is upon the burning bush, and it is not consumed, and he is gladly content that such a weak woman as you should send Satan away, frustrated of his design. Now honor God and shame the strong, roaring lion when you seem weakest. Should such an one as you faint in the day of adversity, call to mind the days of old. The Lord yet liveth, Trust in him, although he should slay you. Faith is exceedingly charitable and believeth no evil of God. Now is the Lord laying in the one scale of the balance. You're making conscience of submission to his gracious will. And in the other, your affection and love to your daughter. Which of the two will you then choose to satisfy? Be wise then, and as I trust you love Christ better than a sinful woman, pass by your daughter and kiss the Lord's rod. Men lop the branches off their trees round about to the end. They may grow up high and tall. The Lord hath this way lopped your branch in taking from you many children. To the end, you should grow upward 
like one of the Lord's cedars, setting your heart above where Christ is at the right hand of the Father. What is next but that your Lord cut down the stock after he hath cut the branches? Prepare yourself. You are nearer your daughter this day than you were yesterday. While you prodigally spend time in mourning for her, you are speedily posting after her. Run your race with patience. Let God have his own and ask of him instead of your daughter, whom he hath taken from you, the daughter of faith, which is patience. And in patience, possess your soul. Lift up your head. You do not know how near your redemption doth draw. Thus, recommending you to the Lord, who is able to establish you, I rest, your loving and affectionate friend, in the Lord Jesus, S.R. To Marion McNaught. Submission, perseverance, and zeal recommended. Anwath undated, probably 1630. Well, beloved and dear sister in Christ, I could not get an answer written to your letter till now in respect of my wife's disease, and she is yet mightily pained. I hope that all shall end in God's mercy. I know that an afflicted life looks very like the way that leads to the kingdom. For the apostle hath drawn the line and the king's market way through much tribulation to the kingdom. Acts 14.22, 1 Thessalonians 3.4 The Lord grant us the whole armor of God. You write to me, concerning your people's disposition, how that their hearts are inclined toward the man you know and whom you desire most earnestly yourself. He would most gladly have the Lord's call for transplantation, for he knows that all God's plants set by his own hand thrive well. And if the work be of God, he can make a stepping stone of the devil himself for setting forward the work for yourself. I would advise you to ask of God a submissive heart. Your reward shall be with the Lord. Although the people be not gathered, as the prophet speaks, and suppose the word do not prosper, God shall account you a repairer of the breaches, and take Christ's caution. You shall not lose your reward. Hold your grip. Fast. If you knew the mind of the glorified in heaven, they think heaven come to their hand at an easy market when they have got it for threescore or fourscore years wrestling with God. When you are come thither, you shall think, All I did in respect of my rich reward, now enjoyed a free grace, was too little. Now then, for the love of the prince of your salvation, who is standing at the end of your way, holding up in his hand the prize and the garland to the race runners, forward, forward, faint not, 
take as many to heaven with you as you are able to draw. The more you draw with you, you shall be the welcomer yourself. Be no niggard or sparing churl of the grace of God and employ all your endeavors for establishing an honest ministry in your town. Now, when you have so few to speak a good word for you. I have many a grieved heart daily in my calling. I would be undone if I had not access to the king's chamber of presence to show him all the business. The devil rages and is mad to see the water drawn from his own mill. But would to God we could be the Lord's instruments to build the Son of God's house. Pray for me. If the Lord furnish not new timber from Lebanon to build the house, the work will cease. I look to him who hath begun well with me. I have his hand right. He will not change. Your daughter is well and longs for a Bible. The Lord establish you in peace. The Lord Jesus be with your spirit. We shall sing on that this was episode one of The Letters of Samuel Rutherford.